A Platoon of Misery is presented by Eric Hooks. Two to tango. I can't see anything. The windscreen was lighting up, as if I was staring straight into a galaxy at close range. Don't worry, said the anthropologist beside me, neither can I. We had just passed a curve when the sun hit us from the north. That normally wouldn't make sense, but when you are north of the Arctic Circle at midnight, in the middle of summer, it does. I had to hit the brake of my trusty old Land Cruiser, get out and clean the windscreen. It was totally covered with bugs and mosquitoes. On the road again, we turned on the radio and listened to the last minutes of a breathtaking World Cup final in football. That year's tournament was our blessing. Sweden finished third, and every match day, the roads were empty. In the hours before a match, the camper vans were parked at the side of the road, antennas on top rotating to find the signal. We kept on driving through the very bright night. The co-driver had to stay awake to look out for moose. I know it sounds weird, but when you hit one of those long-legged animals, 1,200 pounds of body lands on the roof of the car. Every year on average, eight people in Sweden are killed that way. When a big bull passes the road, brake like you've never braked before. Brazil won, and we turned off the radio. We were driving into the valley of Tornell River. It makes up the border between Sweden and Finland. In some ways, it's a no-man's land. Half of it, the West Bank, belongs to Sweden, but the inhabitants speak Finnish. The East Bank is Finnish. The problem is that the local language is so far away from what they speak far south in the capital Helsinki that nobody down there understands them. It's a whole culture of their own. But there's one thing they've got in common with the rest of Finland. Tango. Here in the south end of the valley, there are not many living on the Swedish side. We crossed a bridge over the river and warm lights from the houses blended with the blue Arctic summer night. I asked the anthropologist to turn on the radio. Maybe there's a station playing tango. He looked at me and gave me a long speech about where we were and how big an idiot I was. Tango's Argentinian and only played and danced there, period. He turned the radio on anyways and there were four stations playing tango. What the anthropologist didn't know, besides from the Argentinian tango, is a Finnish and quite different kind of tango. It's sadder and a bit slower. Tango stars are on the front page of weekly magazines. There's even a festival every summer where the tango king and queen are crowned. The music and dance is such an integral part of the Finnish people's soul that you can find pensioners dancing tango in Helsinki 
at three in the afternoon on a Monday. I've been to a karaoke bar in the capital where the songs were tango in Finnish. We fled the bar when we realised that the pint glasses were made of plastic. That spelled trouble. His defeat made the anthropologist keep quiet for more than 200 kilometres. I was driving and listening to tango all the way. Some years later, my daughter's mother and I drove in the same area. We had a simple plan for the whole summer. Fish as much as possible, read thick books and find a place with a tango party. The first two things on the to-do list were ticked. I had caught one of the prettiest graylings I had ever seen, 23 inches and more blue than silver. When we ran out of books, we started buying them in Swedish. I can get along in our neighbour's tongue, and she learned it, but now it was time for tango. Just south of the Arctic Circle in Finland, we found a small town, Tanile. Calling it a town is maybe exaggerating a bit. Three houses, a grocery store and a community house. On the latter was a poster announcing a tango party the next evening as far as we could understand. An old man on a bicycle confirmed what we thought we had just read. Finnish isn't easy to understand if you're not Finnish. The local Moose Hunters Fellowship through the party. People arrived from several hundred miles away. The atmosphere was full of expectation. Cakes were piled up in the bar together with coffee and beer. We walked around talking to the chairman while we were enjoying the local fast food. Fresh smoked salmon from the Tornelv River and a potato salad that The music started and the first couple took to the floor. Then the magic happened. The sliding feet made the scent of coffee rise from the floor. It mixed with the never-ending Arctic summer day. The taste of salmon, potato salad, the ever-itching mosquito bites, white fish, a moose on the road and a caddis on the river. The smell of countless campfires, the rise of a grayling, a fly presented on the right spot, a scotch on a lakeside, and the sound of very finished tango. And it all felt right. The whole experience has given me what you could call a Pavlovian reflex. Every morning, when the scent of coffee from my Italian espresso pot hits my nose, it all comes back. Sometimes I hum a bit and take a few steps, even though it takes two to tango. The Platoon of Misery is read by Patrick Johnson, written and produced by Sam Scarby.